good. We're good. We're good. Check the hair, move the microphone, but not too much because you don't like a thump thump. I don't like a thump thump. Matt yeah. Steele. Yeah. How are you? Are you excited today? Ready to record? Ready to get down to it? I guess. Wow. That seems like a no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as I told you, like this is the most stressful time of year for me. The in between Thanksgiving and when I fly out to Jersey mm. for the holidays, you're always, always like scrambling to get every single thing done, every tiny thing. And it always has to do with every aspect of your life. Personal. Right. Car. Right. Food. Two game ads. Like everything <laughs> like needs to be wrapped up and you only have about 18 days to do it. Sure. So like that's where we're at. I probably talked about this this time last year. Don't doesn't the glow of Christmas like keep you going though? Because we set up our Christmas lights this past weekend and I'm just like sitting there looking at our tree and like smiling like an idiot. Oh, that's nice that you have time to breathe. Anyway, um, <laughs> you could have time to enjoy Christmas if you make time. The thing is, if you prioritize Christmas, you enjoy Christmas. I'm not going to prioritize This Christmas. is your problem. I'm not so going to prioritize you Christmas. You can prioritize your stress. When Christmas, Good luck, heart. <laughs> when Christmas to me is in New Jersey. Well, Christmas is all around us, darling. And Christmas for me is months long. It is, what, October 31st until January 15th. 15th? <laughs> is that too late? <laughs> I thought I was being good. No, it's never too late. Never too late. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome back to Two Game Mats, the podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. We're back again another week. Matt Steele. Mm-hmm. How was your week? So good. <laughs> because something really exciting happened yes. and none of you are allowed to know about it until giving me moments. Didn't you tweet it out? I did. <laughs> so but I think not everybody who listens to this podcast is following me on Twitter. Maybe they should. Add it's, like Matt on, Steele. add it's Matt Steele. Thank and you so much. more music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like posted on Instagram too. But mm. if you weren't following me, then you're going to have to wait until giving me moments to know okay. what happened to me this week. Yes. Because it's the most exciting thing that could literally ever happen to a little gay boy like me. Yes, it's true. Um, what else did I do this week? <laughs> Nothing exciting. <laughs> I love, that was it. It's I, like, oh, that was the moment. Like, that's all I can think about I from mean, now until forever. you've been leading up to not to like add more fuel to this fire of like, wait for the moment, but you've been waiting for this. Since like February 3rd, 2022. Yes. When a certain casting decision was announced. Yes. yes I so know. So it's, I understand why this is a big moment for you and Thank congratulations. You. Thank Honestly, oh, I thank you so much. Congratulations win. to me. Yes. Um, I don't know. Like this week, I'm finishing up like making the trailer for the um, series of shorts that I directed over the summer. Nice. And um, we're starting to do like uh, sound mixing for that trailer. And, Perfect. you know, with each new thing that I have to do, like a whole like host of problems like arises where I have to like, teach myself something new. It's like first the zip file won't open. I have to figure out how to open a certain type of zip file mm. that takes 
an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> then like this isn't blah blah blah. This isn't this. I you know how you like when you make content, you're always teaching yourself new things yes. forever and ever and ever Absolutely. until you die. <laughs> that is what the life of a content creator is like, ladies and gentlemen. It's good. We're, we're lifelong learners, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I guess. <laughs> I guess, but you know, when it's, as I told you, like from December 1st to December 18th, I wish it wasn't happening in a time when I'm already doing so much, Mm. you know, but it's fine. I'll be fine, guys. I have to figure out like what to get everyone in my family for Christmas. Yes, that I have to do as well. I know. I and the thing is, luckily we do a secret Santa for my family back home Christmas, so that'll be good. I need to actually do that for myself. I need to make my list. Uh, but you know, there are other people in my life. Got to think of what I need to get to for Jackson. And Jackson's family has a big, you know. Gift oh, thank God thing. I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, so Jesus God! This is a time I've been making a list all year of like things that I think he'll want, and so I've purchased some of them, not purchased others of them. And I just want to make sure I get a good list because, as good as I did on his birthday, did I buy him two things he already had? Yes. <laughs> But it's like, A, I knew him well enough to know that he'd like it, but B... He already had it. I can't find mm-hmm. everything in our house that he already has. You know, know what I mean? So stressful. It's stressful. I, this is why I am thrilled that I am single because I I truly like the, giving gifts to people like really stresses me out. Yes. And so if I had a boyfriend, like that's like high pressure. I you like love each other. We do love each other. I think it's a fun <laughs> thing. And I just, yeah. I personally am of the opinion and Jackson is not like this because so we don't do it. I would love if, if he was just like, we can just both make lists this is what I want. And I would give you, this is what I oh, want. Oh, I love that. Because it's just like, this doesn't need to be like a game of like, who knows each other better. Like, and I get it. And it still feels like it's from the heart. If you got me the thing that I told you to buy oh, me. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what me and my brother's boyfriend, Ryan, like do. We text each other. We're just like, what do you want? I love that. <laughs> and Ryan's just like, Ooh, I want this like exotic, like black rice from Minnesota. I'm like done. Perfect, I'll buy you three packets. And like, how were you going to get there on your own? You needed to be told that's what he wanted. I know. Exactly. I don't I know that he fine. wants this special, like black wild rice. You don't know. I don't know that until he tells me. And so yes. it's just like, great. And he's like, what do you want? And I'm just like, Oh, just give me like a couple extra things of, you know, like the face cream I use or Perfect. something like that. Because that's just like what I buy. Like the self care maintenance stuff. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, I remember my ex boyfriend. We were so great by the end. Well, I mean, things weren't great by the end, but like you know what I mean. The the one great aspect (laughs) of our relationship by the end of our relationship was like when it was like Christmas or something like that. We would turn to each other and be like, "What do you want?" And we and we would each be like, "Nothing." I'd be like, "Great, love you, babe." That's very sweet. Yeah. Uh, Well, for me, I'm still on a high from the Renaissance film because Mm -hmm. we did go see that together with our friends Janie and Jackson on uh, Thursday night, and we have a video up on our YouTube channel. If you haven't seen it of our Renaissance review, check it out. And uh, I just had been listening to my house, the new song that she added to the credits sequence of that film on loop so fucking often. It is so incredible. It is, of course, a song that starts one way and ends another because that's the era of Beyonce that we're in. And just like what a fucking iconic piece of music. I can't wait to listen again to the again in between all of my Christmas listening. And once we're done recording this podcast, that'll be what I throw well, in my ears. You know, guys, my house is a Christmas. Song I don't because know. it was it was a gift to us around Christmas time. Therefore, it is a Christmas song. Merry Christmas, thank you, Jesus. And at the end of every Christmas day, I imagine you know the moms in our lives or the people who do most of the cooking and cleaning are like, "Get the fuck up out my house!" Abs- absolutely, that's a Christmas mantra for a part of the Christmas. Also, day. like gingerbread houses are like a thing during Christmas. Mm. So, like gingerbread house. 
House, house, yes. house. Houses are a very Christmassy thing in it's, general. It's Duh. Obviously, Beyonce is new queen of Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. <laughs> that title is taken. Um, but I'm trying to think of anything else I didn't know. It was mostly set up our Christmas lights on a Saturday. And also, Jackson and I have been playing uh, Super Mario Wonder together. And we beat the game on Saturday as well. So that was a big day. And then today, uh, our friend Joe had uh, a market because he does ceramics. And he had mm-hmm. a market in which he was like selling his ceramics at this holiday market. So we went by there and said, supported him and I got some cute little ornaments for the tree. They're actually Christmas tree ornaments for the tree so it's kind of like Inception. Uh, wow, and then, wow. uh, Jackson's mom had a choral concert that we went to, and then I came back here. And, th- and also today, I had a little bit of new technology for Cyber Monday. I got a new monitor, so we're looking at a new monitor right now, and it's so beautiful. It's 4K. It's lovely, but I want to have two monitors up here. I want to have them daisy chained together because, like, one thing I miss about going into the office for my job, which I, since COVID, I've been able to work from home, but I miss having multiple monitors because it's just like so much space for you to do work, and so. For my day job and also for like two game mats and live stream stuff, it'd be nicer to have two monitors. So my thought for all my my goal for next week is the next time we're recording this podcast, Steele and I will be looking at two monitors, not just one. You had two monitors for your job at work? I did. Oh wow. I know. I mean it's not they weren't like mine, but they were sitting on the desk and I just plugged the laptop in. I would oh. take the laptop home if I needed to do work from home. Why didn't you steal one? Uh well that is <laughs> that where do you think that one's from? Oh. <laughs> And it wasn't stolen. It was like when we were working from home, we were told we could take it. Okay, but yeah, great. that's not. But I needed two, so that's why. The All right. Well, I, when next podcast or live stream or whatever, Matt Palmer's gonna be looking at his monitor. I'm gonna be looking at my monitor. Exactly. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be beautiful. That's what teamwork is. It is. Uh, so Matt, still, should we jump into the news for idiots? Okay. Cool. Okay. This also was cleared up for me because for some reason I had. Juliana Margulies in May, December in my head when I was reading this story. She's not in May, December, yes. if anyone's worried about Juliana that. Juliana Margulies is different from Julianne Moore. Yes. They are different entities. It one has true. an Emmy, one has an Oscar. Actually, Julianne Moore has an Emmy too, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Julianne Moore was great on uh, 30 Rock as one of Alec Baldwin's hey, girlfriends. We she love. was from Boston, had a great accent. But Juliana Margulies, who is not Julianne Moore, has said some things on podcasts. I will go and find the quote. Apparently, uh, during a podcast interview, Margulies expressed disbelief that the non-binary people could support Palestine. These people who want us to call them they, them, or whatever, and they want us to... What, or whatever they want us to call them, which I have respectfully really made a point of doing, like be whoever you want to be. It's those people that will be the first people beheaded and their heads played like a soccer ball. Terrorists who don't want women to have rights, don't want LGBTQ people. This is who you're supporting. She goes on to say, uh, Margulies claimed that a black lesbian group at Columbia had hosted a film night and posted a side stating that no Jews were allowed. This is said to be a lie. Juliana said, and as someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show, <laughs> I am more offended by it as a lesbian than I am as a Jew, to be honest with you. She goes on to say, you're even lower than the Jews to Hamas. A, you're black. B, you're gay. You know, okay. Well, (laughs) Juliana. (laughs) Juliana. That's what I said. I said Juliana. Oh, okay. I said, and I must say, you need to fucking cool it. <laughs> well, well, okay. Um, I mean, the chicks were, when they said, Juliana, calm down, they meant it. <laughs> they were, because she needs to fucking calm down. Like, the idea, and the thing is, I've heard, and I've not listened to the podcast clip, because again, who knows what podcast this is, uh, but everybody who I've seen this, like, talk about this clip is like, the quote sounds fucking insane and super fucking racist and crazy, but then if you listen to her say it so full-throatedly, it's like, so shy. It's just so shy. 
shocking that she thought, I'm going to say this. These are my beliefs that I'm going to say as loudly as I can for people to hear. Because it's like, you sound like completely out of your mind. Your idea of doing the like oppression Olympics to just because you disagree with someone's point of view, you're saying like you're black and gay and you're even lower than me. It's like that quote is so beyond the pale, so out of control. And also the beginning of, and as someone who plays a lesbian journalist on I mean, the morning show. That's, that, that's kind of funny. That, I mean, it's it sounds funny like how just like we were just mentioning girl. 30 rock. This sounds like Jenna Maroney. It sounds show. like a like, sketch. It girl, sounds like a sketch. What is going on? I know. And like, I totally understand understand like her concern with like the rise in anti-semitism and everything and especially like the the sort of blind spot that uh, Americans do kind of have when it comes to anti-semitism around the world sure. on, like, on a global scale like I understand that it's just like but girl there is a a way to phrase that where you are <laughs> where you are not just like being kind of just like overtly like rude and flippant and to other people exactly. and especially when she said the the thing that was proven to be not true about like the no Jews allowed sign yes. and everything it's like make sure you fact check that stuff before you know you say it right um like like if that was true like that would objectively be a horrible thing but like if since it was proven to not be true it's, it's like oh like, girl it just makes you look even worse and just like the just the saying as someone who played ooh, a, les- a lesbian like, it's just like uh, she has just gone off the deep end I just couldn't believe when I read this because it's like I, I just the idea that like you're supporting like she, I feel like she's making mention of a Black Lives Matter at a point she's talking about obviously trans people and she's like I, it's just like it feels like she's so quick to throw these people under the bus the moment she feels wronged as a person of you know of, of Jewish faith which like you are allowed to feel like hey I'm a little concerned about XYZ but this is not the phrasing this is not like let me tell you why they don't care about you you're lower than me for these reasons it's like bitch you were trying I thought you were supporting us I thought you were saying that you love trans people and that you were using their preferred pronouns for a reason but you're so quick to say that their heads would be used as a soccer ball and use that as like a vision for people like it just well, was that it would be really used gross. like in Gaza I understand yeah, yeah. that but like it's just it's, like it's like the sensitivity chip is gone yeah it's a very aggressive Why? way of putting it. it's it's a way that's not it's the way that she worded it and the way that she said it is not going to be productive in any way no. and like helping get to get these people right. to understand the rise in anti-semitism and why that is a problem right you know because I fully understand that it's just like but girl you went about it the worst the, way. The, the wrong, <laughs> the, the wor- wrong, sort of, Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a crazy, insane person. She has obviously walked back these statements. I am horrified by the fact that the statements I made on a recent podcast uh, offended the black and LGBTQIA communities and I truly that I truly love and respect. I just want to be clear. Racism, homophobia, sexism, or any prejudice against any per- one's personal beliefs are abhorrent to me, full stop. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like... A, the apology was a little bit like, I'm sorry that what I said offended you and a little not like what I said was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And But B, it's like, I just, it's just a little too little too late. It like feels like you've totally, the way you expressed this made it very clear how you feel about me and people like me. And I, it's going to be hard for me to look at you the same way. Not that I've looked at you in anything. I've ever seen something that Juliana Margulies has been in. I don't think so. But I'll probably keep it that way because like, what's going on? What is this? What is this? It was just a little much. It was just, it was a little much. It was a lot much. much. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And speaking of people who sound like they are, um, 
30 rock characters and not real people. Congress has expelled George Santos. He has finally been ousted. He's the sixth member in U.S. history to be ousted. It was uh, House lawmakers voted uh, 311 to 114 in favor of the expulsion resolution, including 105 Republicans who voted for it. Santos has brazenly embellished his biography to win his seat in Congress last year and now faces nearly two dozen federal charges related to the alleged fraud and illegal use of campaign funds. And I'm glad he's gone. Yes. I'm thrilled that this man has no job, but I must say, I and I the thing is, I I get that there are two sides of it. I understand people being like, okay, him spending campaign money on like Sephora is like kind of funny, and like, look, why is his beat so bad? It's just like I get like people are like, you say be gay and do crimes, and then if someone does, he gets kicked out of the house or whatever. <laughs> like there are funny tweets to be made about this, sure, but. Have we not learned anything from Sean Spicer being on Dancing with the Stars? Like, I'm seeing that he is going to do some sort of pay-per-view interview oh, with girl, Z-Way. Oh, a book is like, coming. A book is coming. The people that made Veep are like, we want to do like a comedic retelling, like his life from the Veep people. And it's like, guys, if we can all not give this scammer money, like, that would be great. Like, I understand in theory that it's comedic. But this man was also, like, doing his fucking best to take rights away from people and, like, is a piece of shit who, just because he's, like, kind of gay and did drag and is doing it in, like, a way that is cheeky and funny and, like, you can get a good tweet off about it, let's not funnel this man's pockets. Like, mm. fuck this guy. I mean, like, the one thing that would make it worth it is if he essentially because he's very very angry at like all of his Republican sure, colleagues sure. so it would be kind of a little bit worth it if he were to be like okay well I'm gonna drag everyone down with me and, hey. re and reveal all the shitty things about the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Boberts and like all Look, these people I would love that sure I want us to just not give every, every choice we make from here on out about George Santos needs to be don't give this person money yes <laughs> do yes. not give this person money it's it's such a situation where it's just it's like when if like your parents or your grandparents have dementia because you're kind of just like I don't know whether to laugh or cry because right. like as a whole and like what this all means is so devastating so, because like the fact that this person was in Congress and representing the country is awful it's horrifying like, it's, it's absurd yes. and it's just like our institution should be taken so much more seriously than right. what this man was and everything but the but the situation is so absurd that like you're just like <laughs> I know, <laughs> like I you, know. You're just like, you know, if it, it wasn't so devastating, I would be hysterically I, laughing. I don't begrudge the tweets. I really don't. Yeah. Tweet away to your heart's content. Let's not make a movie where he makes oh money. God, let's not I get know. him on Dancing with the Stars. Let's not sit him down with Z-Way. Like, let's not raise his profile. I'm, I don't want I'm him to be I'm fully anticipating the book. I'm fully anticipating don't the book. Don't buy the book. You know, <laughs> buy I'm another just, copy of I'm Britney's book. Buy another <laughs> copy of Britney's book, guys. <laughs> don't buy the book. <laughs> Donate the money you would spend on the book to a charity of yes. your choice. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash We're not scammers. I'm not running for Congress. I'm not ever. either. Oh, I'm not great, either. And I think that's good. That's great. I think that's a great thing. Oh, could you imagine me a Congress? Congress. I mean, you'd be like, guys, I'm really busy. I need to get out of here. <laughs> you'd, you'd have something else you'd rather be doing, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and another news story that, like, sadly makes me laugh speaking, a little speaking bit. Speaking of kind of funny scammers. <laughs> Felicity Huffman says that she spoke out about the college admissions scandal and serving 11 days in prison. They And also this quote is like, wait, what? <laughs> they woke my daughters up at gunpoint. What? Again, this, again, nothing new to the black and brown community. Then they put uh, my hands behind my back and handcuffed me. 
Girl, why am I being discussed <laughs> about your daughter who it's couldn't like, get into fucking college? It's like Meanie Leaks being like, now this, why exactly, am I? Exactly, now why, why am I fucking in it, girl? It? Like Felicity. It's like Felicity and Juliana. It's kind of just like, wait, why am I in it? <laughs> why am I in it? It's like, yeah. this had nothing to do with me, but like, I get you're trying to say that like you're an ally, but like, don't, I don't want an ally who's cheating their way into school. So, um... I know hindsight. Okay, wait. After a year, he, who I guess is the person who convinced her to be a part of this uh, high-profile admission scandal, started to say your daughter is not going to get into any of the colleges that she wants to. So when he slowly started to present the criminal scheme, it seems like that was my only option to give my daughter a future. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it felt like I would be a bad mother if I didn't do it. So I did do it. And I must say, I forget the name of the daughter. I feel like maybe we knew it at one point. Is she the one who was like a vlogger who knows um if my mother publicly said my son's future was dependent on me doing a fucking crime or he would never get into any school like like the fact that you're publicly saying how like dumb and uh, like you think your daughter is makes me sad right that's that's sad it's like she could get into some college somewhere there are colleges guys i went to new york university and i met some of the dumbest people (laughs) I've ever met in my entire life. Hello? Like, admit it. You did. (laughs) Admit it. You met met some idiots. I was not refuting you in any way. No. And I see some people and they're like, oh, I went to Harvard. And I'm just like, you went where? And it's like just... The, the lack I, the, 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 first, the thing I want most in life is for my mom to believe in me believe that I am a capable human being and the fact that Felicity is saying not only I don't think that I think you are so incapable that I must do things that are illegal so that your future is not garbage makes me think like God and also need family therapy my God you're the children of like not just two actors but like two actors who like started a whole like acting technique right. at the Atlantic like school <laughs> In New York City, like, girl, I'm, I bet you're pretty. Just become an actress. <laughs> you know, you don't have to go you to college. Sound like Elle's that. parents and the Legally Blonde Just musical. An actress. <laughs> like, like, come on. You have all this. Become a Nepo baby and be happy about it. And if you wanted to go to the school, there's a school that would accept there you. There are if, so many schools that would no accept you. For no other reason, f- fairly or not, you're the daughter of p- famous people. And okay, if you don't want any of those options, like, college isn't for everybody. There are it's trade not. schools. You can become a plumber, yes. an electrician. Girl, there are so many options. We need more women electricians. Absolutely. Women plumbers. There are so many options for you. Your mom did not have to commit a crime. And it's also like, maybe the daughter was like, yeah, everything's going great. I'm getting into school. Nothing's wrong. Like, Felicity. I know. It's just that quote. And I mean, the other quote was so weird, but the quote about like feeling like her daughter couldn't do anything legitimately, like just made me sad for her. So shout out to Felicity Huffman's daughter. Like you, you know, shouldn't have gotten to that school that you got into, but we feel bad that your mom feels that way about you. Yeah. You You can do whatever. You, you put your mind to yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Renaissance is number one at the box office. We Yay! love cinema. We love cinema. Uh, Beyonce's Renaissance film delivered the goods at the North American box office, where it snagged uh, the biggest opening and early December box office in two decades with twenty-one million dollars. Congratulations! It's just so exciting to see an album that was number one, an artist that is number one, and well. 
up there in my heart. <laughs> and then getting a number one box office moment. It's just, and like, what a joy it was to see that film. I want to see it again, whether it be me going to IMAX because I have no self-control or just waiting until it's on streaming. I just can't wait to watch it again. Beyonce's number one everywhere. She except really for is. my Spotify wrapped. She was my number two artist. Well, I think she was my number two as well. Oh my God. Well, well, you know, Beyonce, you can't be number one everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, girl. We'll look at it during the email my heart section, but we'll get to the Spotify wrapped. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about our Spotify wrapped. Yes. So stay tuned for the email my heart section. Did you Don't see uh, Tina Knowles' response about people saying that Beyonce lightened her skin or whatever? Oh, I didn't the... see this. What did she say? Ooh, it's long. I can't read all of it, but she's basically oh, called... Oh, that is a long... That's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, the thing I love about Tina Knowles is she will come out to defend her daughter. And it's essentially like, I'll try to boil it down. It's like, hello, she's wearing a platinum uh, wig and a silver outfit, which is the whole theme of Renaissance. Of course, it would wash her out. There are bright lights and cameras flashing. And she says quotes that are amazing, like, alien superstar, duh. She calls people bozos. She um, she just is like, how dare you talk about, like, say that my daughter is not proud of her blackness when so much of her art and artistry is centered around her being proud of her blackness. Like, it seems very clear to me, like, that you just hate her because you like she's like if you want to hate her just don't like her don't see the movie just keep scrolling but the idea of like apparently some white woman from TMZ called like her hairstylist or her makeup artist someone involved in like her team and being like so Beyonce's fans are saying that Beyonce wants to be a white woman do you have a comment and she's like I was so offended oh so God. disgusted and she had enough of it and she's like I know Beyonce's gonna hate that I wrote this but I just couldn't take it anymore <laughs> <laughs> I can see Beyonce sitting there being like mom I know it's like mom don't mom, please and then Taylor also showed up to the Renaissance premiere in London. In London? What was she doing in London? She's just going to the Renaissance because she was like, you went to my Eris film premiere. I should oh, go to oh, the so Renaissance. Oh, she went all the way to London for the Renaissance? You know she did. I mean, she could have come to the one in LA. Or I, saw, I mean, maybe, I think she had a show that night maybe. Okay, she was performing fair. in Brazil or something. Well, you know, L Taylor loves a London boy. So, I mean, she, she has, did. A, she has a boyfriend. Now, yeah, now she loves hard, you can't get more American guy than a football Hello, player. Oh, yes. No, she's back in her, she wears short skirts era. Like, she's oh, like, my God. justice for high school Taylor oh, my right God, now. Maybe the music will be like back to like country oh that would be lovely to appeal to like the new NFL fans who probably a lot of them like country music <laughs> I don't think she's getting new fans from dating <laughs> Travis Kelsey I think Travis Kelsey is the one getting the new fans um, but I also did love that uh, you know no shade we love everyone Taylor looked better at the Beyonce premiere and Beyonce looked better at the Taylor premiere than the other one. I was like, oh, that's nice. Because it's like, she's the, like, Taylor's like, I'm going to show up and like look my best. And Beyonce's like, I'm trying something. Okay. And uh, I just think it's nice, you know? Okay. Don't you think Beyonce looked better than Taylor at the Eras premiere? You think I remember what anyone wore at, at any of those premieres? <laughs> I remember. Well, there they are together at the Eras premiere. Beyonce I also love how when I say if I were to wear silver that I would be washed out. And you're yeah. like, no, it wouldn't. You would look great. Da, 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 da. But you're like, oh, well, Beyonce wore silver. Of course she was washed out. Well, sure, but like she looks great. <laughs> I mean, I, and would I think you would look still, great. I would still look great, but I would I'm be saying. washed out. You would look I think great. Beyonce can pull off silver much more than I could pull off silver. I, I can't wait to see Beyonce can pull off a lot more than I can pull <laughs> she off, can pull off, in off general. a lot of things. Um, uh, the Oscars are starting an hour early next year. I know. Which is going to be very early here. It's 4 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, because uh, so it's 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, which like. I don't know. I'm kind of down for hey, it. That's cool. The idea of us going on a live at 7.30 instead of 8.30 seems nice. That sounds beautiful. And I also think that like there wouldn't be as much of a rush to like end the show and like rush the show. Totally. Like if it goes a little over, they're not going to be in as much panic right. mode as they were if it was like 11.30 right. as opposed to like 10.30. You know, it's still like prime time. Sure. Era. So I, I, I'm fine with that decision. All right. Uh, did you see that Killers of the Flower Moon uh, won a lot at some 
the New York the New York Critics Critics Circle Awards. Circle, yes. Were you happy about these wins? It won Best Film. uh, It won Best Leading Actress. Uh, Christopher Nolan won Best Director for Oppenheimer. Um, Past Lives won Best First Film. uh, Past Lives won Best First. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it should just get all the flowers. Past Lives is so amazing. Yeah, Charles Melton won for May December. Mm. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph for the holdovers for supporting actress. So like, I don't know. Like when the Critics Awards kind of start to roll in, they're always very like different from each other. Like once you get to the Golden Globes, the SAGs, and then the Oscars and the BAFTAs and everything, it kind of becomes a little predictable. But Critics Awards are always very, it's a very exciting era because they all are all over the place. Was there anything surprising about these? I can't say there was anything like surprising, surprising. Mm. Um, I I, I do think it's an interesting thing that like Killers of the Flower Moon got best film, Christopher Nolan got best director, because it's very much like what are we going to like, which one's going to come out on top of the Oscars. Um, so I mean, that'll be, that's like a fun sort of race to watch in general. Yeah. Um, apparently Billie Eilish came out or confirmed her queer identity. Uh, she said, I thought it was obvious. Apparently there was questions about, um, I guess she had a variety article where she made some mention of like being intimidated by women because they're so beautiful. And then on a variety red carpet just recently, um, Billie Eilish affirms that she did come out in her recent cover story, although she didn't realize it until after it was published. She says she doesn't really believe in coming out, but is happy that people know now uh, that she's for the girls. And I will say after I, and I was excited for her and I am still excited for her. Congratulations. I love that any out person in the media is always a beautiful thing, but I will say as I was preparing for the podcast, after I pulled that story, she posted on her Instagram. And I think Billy's a little annoyed about what happened on that red carpet. Okay. She says, thanks, Variety, for my award and also outing me on a red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking about anything else that matters. I like boys and girls. Leave me alone about it, please. Literally, who cares? Stream, what was I made for? I mean, she has a point with stream, what was I made for? Absolutely, <laughs> Classic she does. You know how we feel about that song. Um, I'm sorry she was made uncomfortable because you watch the interview on the red carpet and it does seem like two queer people like embracing each other and it seems like everyone's in good spirits. But that post made me think maybe otherwise. So yeah. now I'm like a little sad about it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the interview on the red carpet, so I don't know the context of like how it all happened, how right. it came up and everything. So it was like pretty sure. immediate, I will say. The girl was like, hey, so did you just come out? Kind of thing. Okay. And she was like, I, it, but the thing is, the conversation, and Bill, maybe Billy's just a great conversationalist, but it looked, it didn't feel uncomfortable or like she was being pushed at all. But I guess if those are her real feelings she's posting on Instagram, okay. it just made me a little sad. Well, I mean, feelings can like change, like once you see sort of, uh, like the aftermath of something. If, she, yeah. if like you can look back on something and be like, ah, oh, you know what? I didn't really feel comfortable with that now that totally. I look back on it. So, totally. You know. Um, did you see that Kelly Clarkson's ex, Brandon Blackstock, has been ordered to repay her $2.6 million uh, for unlawful business deals? What the fuck does that mean? It seems that... Um, and com- he was given commissions for past business deals he procured for Clarkson as a manager, but apparently a manager can't obtain or attempt to obtain employment for artists without a talent agency license. Per the TAA, oh. Clarkson's deal should have been conducted by the singer's agents at CAA. And the thing is, I never really want to know how much Kelly Clarkson is paying this man. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's so much fucking money every month. So every dime she gets back is worth a celebration and a discussion on this podcast. We'll discuss it during our Spotify wrapped, but I, li- I liked chemistry. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Right. Uh, and so I'm happy to see that she's getting so Kelly a little- Clarkson's getting a big payout this week from her ex-husband and from Matt Palmer's streams. Absolutely. She is. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter. Apparently there was a big um, Catholic church scandal. I think 
someone involved in the church was fired or let go from the Catholic. I don't know how people get let go from the Catholic church, but was for allowing her to film uh, part of her music video for Feather in a Catholic church. And I'm only mentioning this because the quote that she gives is really good. And Sabrina Carpenter for, to Variety on her recent controversy, we got approval in advance and Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> Which is just like, you know, that's a great pop star answer for like, you know, I get that it was controversy, but I'm going to be tongue in cheek about it. This is the no. girl who creates new nonsense outros every time she performs. So clearly she's a very creative <laughs> mind. And I love that for her. And, you know, did she lie? Did she lie? I don't think she did. Yeah. Lastly, in good news for Matt Steele, especially Britney Spears spent her 42nd birthday with her brother and her mother. Um, and I feel like Matt Steele is like leading the charge of wanting that family to get back together. And I'm glad that she and Lynn are in a better place. And even she and Brian are in a better place. I do maintain that she and Jamie, I foresee them remaining estranged, but I will keep you updated okay. on the family front. You know my thoughts on reconciliation, especially with 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 blood, with family, if you can. And uh, oh. so I'm happy that Brittany has been able to do it, especially after the memoir came out. I know, out. right? And I feel like she just dragged Lynn in a very recent Instagram post. It was like the one where she was praising Taylor and then she was also like, Mom, what'd you do with my dolls or whatever? Sure. <laughs> well, maybe it was just a genuine question. Maybe. Like, hey, Mom, by the way. <laughs> right. This yeah. is just her way of texting it wasn't like, her oh, Mom, mark. what did you do with my dolls? Ah! Nah, it was more just like, by the way, Mom... No, nah, she was fast. Okay. <laughs> I read it. The tone came through. The tone came through. Uh, and then tone matters. It does. As we have established tone. from the headlining <laughs> tone news very topic. Much matters. Tone very much matters. Uh, Matt Steele, do you have any other news for idiots you think I we should discuss? I don't think I do. All right. Well, then let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more 2K Matt's The Podcast. We're here, and guys, we got to take care of business. We really do. As, as I said, it's December. It is. So, like, stuff has to get wrapped up, and stuff <laughs> needs to get done. Matt Palmer, what needs to get done? What needs to get done is, if you guys enjoy listening to us or watching the podcast, please go to your Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. We do, unfortunately, only accept five-star reviews. It helps so much. We want everyone to listen to this podcast that we lovingly do every single week for you. And uh, if you really love us, you can go to patreon.com slash 2gaymats, where we put out extra bonus content very regularly. You can join the Discord, hang out with new friends that you just haven't met yet. And we're actually going to be scheduling our holiday party, which is going to be for all paying patrons. And it's going to be either the 13th or 14th of December. So if you want to come and join a live stream in which we listen to Christmas music, play Christmas songs, chit chat with all of you guys, then become a patron before mid-December. You'll have such a great time. And we'll see Matt Steele listening to Christmas songs and being like, it was okay. Be like, yay, Christmas is nice. Because <laughs> Matt Steele just doesn't have the Christmas spirit when it comes to music. And I don't know why. Yeah, I, I have Christmas spirit. It's just that like Christmas music is is nice. It's, it's, it's nice. I don't go out of my way to listen to Christmas music, but I will go out of my way to listen to Christmas music for our love Lovely patrons. That's so kind. All right. So yes, you all, I have homework in December. Y'all have homework in December. Yes. Five stars. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at 2gaymats at gmail.com. Two is spelled T-W-O. And guys, as we have been discussing, it is Spotify wrapped season, which it I is. think is a little weird because I think it should be end of December as opposed to beginning of December. But, you know, who am I? Um, <laughs> and so our wonderful, wonderful uh, listener, Shabby or Shabby, Shabby? 
I don't know. Uh, wrote us and wanted to ask about our Spotify Wrapped, and so they said, "Hi, I'm Shabi, a since Renaissance reaction viewer of Two Gay Mats. Oh yeah, I have two questions for you, if you don't mind. We never not. mind. First, since it's Spotify Wrapped season, Apple Music replay for all the Apple people. I wonder what's on your Spotify Wrapped this year. I know it has been done a year and three days ago by the time I'm typing this, but things can change over time, right? And second question, who do you think slash hope will release new music next year and what kind of sound do you want said artists to do? Mm. For me, I just as I stated, I want the third Dua Lipa album to be the sister album to Something to Give Each Other by Choice of On. Oh, interesting. And maybe a new Gaga album because now it has been the average amount of time for Gaga to start a new era, which mm. is three or four years, and it happened since Joanne era art pop to Joanne being three years, Joanne to Chromatica being four. I hope the chance to make it in this podcast. If not, at least I tried to. Shadow, you succeeded. You made You're it. in. You are you are cut in stone. So I have my Spotify wrapped here. Give it to me. I can go through the top artists. I know. I'll go five to one. Number five, a young newcomer with a second album released this year, Miss Olivia Rodrigo, rounding out the top five at number five. We love her. Congratulations, young lady. I listen to you because I like you. And you have a lot of potential. Uh, number four, Miss Taylor Swift. If oh. only she were more popular. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So, I mean, we've, we obviously listen to Taylor a lot of the time, especially when we're doing these live reactions to her, but she has a lot of great music, a lot of great songs. I'm happy to be a listener. Number three, the album we were looking forward to most this year is represented very heavily later on, but <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is my number three most listened to artist this year. I am so happy she's back with Chemistry, which will be made very apparent very soon. Number two... The Renaissance film auteur herself, Beyonce, number two artist of the year, and maybe my number two artist of all time. She's up there with Janet. I'm not sure. They fight out for number two a lot of the time. You hear that, Janet? Release a new album quickly so you can... She could be on my list of people I want to release. Uh, And then number one, in surprise to no one, Miss Mariah Carey, queen of music, queen of Christmas, just queen of everything for me. She is, ever since they've done Spotify rap, she has been my number one. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes she'll have songs in my top five. So a lot of times she won't because it's just like, I'm just listening to the discography. I know how much music is available to me from Miss Carrie. All of it is up to snuff and I listen to it ad nauseum and I would not have it any other way. I mean, you have to do what you have to do. This is your life. You're going to live it how you want to live it, how you need to live it. Yes. How it, it makes you most fulfilled to live it. And listening to Mariah Carey nonstop. <laughs> nonstop. And my, by nonstop, he means 62,178 minutes. Okay. Listening to Spotify. Great. <laughs> That's lovely for you. That's deal. Yes. Who are your top five artists? All right. So my top five artists were number five, coming in with an amazing album this year that we got to listen to live before anyone ever got to hear Ooh. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. My number five. Number four, actually, was Muna. Because oh. since we got the um the patron request to like talk about their most recent album that came out last year, yeah. I wore that album out. Like I mean it's great. It's such a phenomenal so album. Great. And I and so I'm so thrilled that they're my number four of the year. Number three was Olivia Rodrigo. Obviously, hey. I mean guts is a Classic. classic. It's such a great album. She is just such a like rising, rising star. I'm so excited to see what she does next, even though yes. she literally just released something. I'm still <laughs> just like, we want more, we want more. My number two, tied with Matt Palmer's number two, is the queen herself, Miss Beyonce. Hello. Giselle Knowles Carter, queen of the universe, queen of cinema, as we've established in Spring Renaissance in movie theaters this week. And my number one. Yes. Is a fucking king. It's oh, a man. A man. It's a man. I didn't know men were allowed on this podcast. Men are allowed on this podcast, baby, when their names are Justin Hurwitz, composer of all the scores of Damien Chazelle's films. <laughs> 
okay. Because not only have I been wearing the Babylon uh, soundtrack out, yes. I've also been, you know, listening to a lot of the First Man soundtrack, okay. a lot of the La La Land soundtrack, a lot of the Whiplash soundtrack, because he is such a brilliant, brilliant film composer. What is the context in which you're listening to his scores? Because like, are you just walking? I, I'm are walking, you? I'm driving, okay. I'm thinking, I'm getting ready. It's, Interesting. Yes. Because okay. his music is amazing. Amazing. And that Babylon score is one for the ages. How many minutes are we talking? Of music have yes. I listened to? Oh, hold on, I just screenshot yes. it right now. I love that. I uh, about 7,793 <laughs> minutes. Pretty different than mine. Yeah. yeah. How many, did it, do you know how many songs you played in 2020? No, I don't know how yours uh, It's that. like one of the first ones. I listened to uh, 1,354 songs. Oh, yeah. I know. I don't know. I'm sure it was a lot. It's a lot. I'm, I'm sure it was sure a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about our most played songs of the year. Yeah, Top we, five. Are. We're going to talk about top five. I okay. guess I'll go from five upwards. Uh, number five is a song by Miss Kelly Clarkson. We were very excited for her new record. And Down to You is my fifth most played song oh, of the year. Okay. I do love that song very much. I appreciate that it was so high on the list. Uh, my number four most played song is also from Miss Kelly Clarkson. Okay. It is a song entitled Me, one of the pre-release tracks from the album Chemistry. It's actually not one of my favorites off the album. But, you know, I played those pre-release tracks out before the album came out. Of so course, that yeah. makes sense. Number three is another song from Miss Kelly Clarkson and it's a song entitled High Road. Uh, this is a song that grew on me a lot from when we first saw it live until the recorded version. It's one of my favorites, absolutely. Number two is my favorite song of the year okay. by another artist named <laughs> Miss Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and skip this part. I cannot talk about enough. You know, I've spent half of my life at this point talking about the brilliance of Skip This Park, the heartbreak that we saw live that we are still begging to see the recording of, at least hear the audio recording of. Skip This Part was my number two. And then my number one was from another artist who happened to an American Idol named Kelly Clarkson. Uh, and oh was- my God, all five are <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? It was a song called Mine. Okay. <laughs> it was a song called Mine, guys. And wow. Great song. You listened to so much Kelly Clarkson this year. I mean, I listened to that album out. Number, I mean, in fairness, number six was from Kimberly Akimbo, and it was better. <laughs> <laughs> We love Kimberly Akembo here Kimberly at Two Game Yes, I'll go. I'll try to look at my other things on the list, but yeah, it was t- all of the top five was Kelly. You know, it's a, that's a beautiful top five. It really, we thank love you. Kelly. I'd like to think it was. Yeah. Um, Vampire was number seven. Cuff It was number eight. Magic Kelly was number nine. Make a Wish number ten from uh, Kimberly Akembo. So okay, I was listening to a lot of Kimberly Akembo, a lot of Kelly Clarkson. I mean, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, so on my top five. Yes. So I was very shocked because uh, Skip This Part was my number six. <gasps> And I was like, oh, no, I feel like I'm betraying, like, the song of the year. I know, <laughs> like, you were. Skip this part was number six, so I was surprised. But, you know, still, congratulations, Kelly. You are well represented amongst the two game acts. <laughs> Absolutely you are. Um, so my number five was actually this year's Oscar-winning song, Natu right. Natu from RRR. Oh, I love that. Blasted it every chance I could get, like, especially in the you. beginning of the year. So fantastic. My number four was a song by Maisie Peters, and it's a song mm. called The Band and I, which is one of my favorite songs. love that song. That is my favorite song on her new album, The Good Witch. And it is just so, so beautiful. It, wow. It's so nostalgic and, and warm and so detailed. It's it's just such a fantastic song. Uh, my number three song was, should be a surprise to no one, Get Him Back by Miss Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I mean, come on. It makes sense. Get Him Back. <laughs> is just such a classic piece of music. The yes. second you hear it, you are like, oh, this is a standard. Yes. We will be blasting this yes. everywhere. School, 
the stores, church, didn't everywhere. A, an Olivia Rodrigo fan friend of yours say that like they didn't get why yes. you like getting my him friend back. who's obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo was that's just I was telling me. talking about getting back and he's like that's your favorite and I'm like yes yeah. and he's like oh I don't really think about that song often I'm like are you like what that's crazy. are you out of your mind anyway my <laughs> my number two song was another like instant classic mm. especially amongst the gays and it is Padam Padam appropriate is Kylie Minogue appropriate I mean everyone was just it just had that song yeah. on repeat it was How the song of the summer amongst the homosexuals <laughs> um, but my number one song a song that I listened to 63 times this year is uh, it from the Babylon soundtrack it might just be uh, it is the track Voodoo Mama from the movie Babylon from the iconic okay. scene where Margot Robbie is just dancing like an insane person at that party okay I listened to this song whenever I could get the chance. I would listen to it before I would go into work to like pump myself up. I would listen to it as I was leaving work to celebrate <laughs> that I was leaving work. Like I would listen to this song all the time. It's just, it's so percussive and, and thrilling and just sexy and like devious and, 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 and thrilling. It is cinema. Babylon was cinema. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Congratulations Thank to you. everyone involved in Babylon. You've reached number one. Yeah. You didn't win much this year, but you won number one for me. You really did. You won Matt Steele's Spotify wrapped, yeah. absolutely. And I, I Who guess, needs an Oscar? Get out of here. I guess Kelly may have won mine. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say who won. Yeah. But um yeah, Oh, and what was. artists do you want uh, to release next year? What do you oh, hope they do? Um, I feel like I say this every year and like maybe I should not get my hopes up, but like I would love if Rihanna came back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would. I would love if Rihanna yeah. came back out with something. What would you want her sound to be? I truly, at this point, would be open to anything. Okay. Whatever she wanted to give us, if it was anti two, if it was like a return to dance pop. I also have heard that Ariana is coming back next year mm -hmm. with something very Max Martin produced, and I'm excited about that. I feel like she's been away from the pop music game for a while, and I feel like this could be a good time to hear what her new polished pop sound would sound like in 2024, you know? Um, obviously, we talked about Mariah and I would love to hear new music from her. Yeah, you want um, that dance album. I want that dance album. I'm going to keep saying it because I, I believe in manifestation and I'm going to manifest Well, it. you're putting out a dance album. So, I am, absolutely. So you're manifesting through you. You're like, maybe if Mariah feels me making a right. dance album, she will want to make a dance album. And then since Janet was mentioned recently, I'd love a new Janet record. Yeah. You know, because Unbreakable was, it seems like a bit ago now, like that might have been 20... I'm like, was that 2015? Like, I and we never got the Black Diamond album, which was supposed to be what Made For Now was on, oh. because then COVID happened. So I wish Janet would put out whatever it is that she was cooking up, because Made For Now was a classic. Oh, my God. That song, that video. What is a video. So It's fantastic. so, so incredible. Yeah. Oh, what about you? Um, I don't know. I Like, when they send the email, like, Lady Gaga, I'm like, oh, yeah, Lady Gaga. Yes. Like, she was just seen with Will I Am, mm -hmm. um, and, like, Joker is happening, or Joker Will 2. Will I Am. It's not the producer I would want for her. Well, you never know. People can surprise you. Mm -hmm. I think maybe she'll be inspired by her her performance in Joker 2 and she'll put out something weird. I also heard that maybe she might be back in the studio with Red One again. Okay. Which would have been which would be great. They were they came up together. Okay. That sound at the beginning was very them, so I would love that. Well, I am. I'm just still you you heard uh Get back to what was the song you did I, with Britney? I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that song. <laughs> so this is what you see why it's I'm Christmas. Nervous. Don't it, make me talk about that I'm song. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring that up. It's a dark time. You know, it's fine. You know, I just hope whatever is put out that these ladies uh, uh, are able to express themselves freely. Yes, and, and that a, a part of themselves is in the album because that makes an album great. Yes. Yeah. Unless um, it's bad. <laughs> 
unless it's bad. All the caveat to all of that positivity is unless, unless it's, bad. it's bad. Like unless sometimes you're like, I put my heart and soul into this, and it's like, good. Oh, it's like, yes. Yeah. I I hope that was creatively fulfilling for yes, you. Yes, we love that you're able to experiment. Yes, Man yeah. of the Woods was for someone, I'm sure. <laughs> no. All right. So the next email comes to us from Joey. Mm-hmm. Joey says, "Is it my fault?" Joey says, recently I've been dating a man who has been sober for the past two years. First year he was not. A week before actual Thanksgiving, we did a Friendsgiving and while we were separated across the living room, I looked over and noticed he had a glass of wine or champagne. I couldn't tell. But in my mind, I'm like, oh hell yeah, he's having a great time. Needless to say, he got mega wasted that night. But aside from goofy behaviors, we got home safe and the night was amazing. Fast forward to yesterday, his mom called me, cursing me out, saying she found coke on the top of his dresser. She completely blamed me for quote unquote opening that gate that night and said I would never talk to him again, which answers why I couldn't reach him since then. She said she's sending him to Florida for rehab. I am crushed. Was this my fault? I don't think that's how I would phrase it. I do not think it was your fault. If a, what an adult person is going to do, they're going to do. Um, my only thought in the story is if I, and hindsight's twenty twenty. And like maybe just something to take forward into future relationships if you date someone who is says that they are sober because of addiction issues. Um, if I was dating someone or even was around a friend who I knew was sober because they were an addict, I in seeing them partake in an activity that they are addicted to, my first thought would be concern. I would want to pull them to the side. Cause even if like, you know, I, you know, I I drink myself, but it's like I I'm not an alcoholic. So if I knew someone who was, who was partaking again, I would be concerned. It's not my choice to make, but I would want them to be like, to realize the gravity of what they were doing. And if they're going to make the decision, I don't know. It seems like this is something that if I were to date someone or even be friends with someone, tell me how you want me to behave. Do you want me to not drink around you? Do you want this party to be this way? So I would have seen that as more of a red flag than you had. I don't think fault is right. Everyone's going to do what they're going to do. Also, relapsing is something that happens. It is a natural thing that happens to people. It's very sad. It's just a hard thing to be sober. Um, So you don't deserve the blame. But I think going forward, if someone says, hey, I'm an addict then the, the the more helpful thing to do is be very aware if that changes, if things change, uh, and, and take it more of a, a, I would see it as a red flag more than an, oh, hell, yeah, we're having fun, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, when someone is an addict and, like, in recovery and, you know, sober or um, you... I, I don't... This might just be, like, also, like, my dating style. Like, right. I... I hold people accountable. Like, I'm just like, this was your mission to like, you know, become sober. Or I remember my ex-boyfriend in college smoked before we started dating. Mm. He quit right when we started dating. Um, And there were a few times where he like had a cigarette and everything. And I, I kind of like, I, I know, you know, a little bit like what's, I mean, no one knows exactly what to do when like someone is an addict and everything. Like you have to be there for them. But I remember saying to him like, you said that you were quitting. Like, right. And I remember telling him, like, you have to be harder on yourself. Like, you have mm. to be, not like harder on yourself, like, beat yourself up, but like, you have to be more disciplined, like, for yourself and everything. Mm. And it's like, be there to encourage them throughout this process. Right. Um, but to also, you know, let them know, like, you said that this was going to happen. Like, right. I need you to do that. I would not say it is your fault. No, no. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, 
say it like that. And I do. And the thing is like, you're writing, I'm assuming you are a younger person totally. like in your twenties, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and so, and you're not a professional. No, you don't like, don't be hard on yourself because you don't know what you're not trained to know what to do in right. these types of situations with someone who has an addiction problem. Totally. You know, so, so I, so please don't be hard on yourself. And I do, I don't like that. It seems like uh, his mom didn't even sort of like, let you explain. Right. Uh, I, right. I wish that his his mom like called you and said, "This is what happened," or "This is what I found." Can you tell me, yeah, what, tell happened? me what happened? How can we work on this together? Right. I I don't like how she just like blamed you right, right. away. Um, so I I don't like that, and I don't think that's fair no, to you. No, it's not. It's not. Um, uh, I, I do hope he gets you know whatever help he needs, right. and then he is able to reach out to you. Also, I don't know how long you guys have been dating. If right. this is a very re you say recently in the email, yeah. so if it's a very recent thing, like you may not necessarily know like how hard his struggle was. Right. Like you, sure. you may just like if you've only been dating I don't know, like a couple months or right. whatever, you might just know like oh he's. He had a problem. Now he's sober, and like, yeah, it's probably okay and casual. Um, you may not know the extent sure. of his problems. Sure. So I, I would not be hard on yourself. I wouldn't. Yeah. I also, I mean, as much as I agree with you that like the mother is kind of out of line in the way she's talking to him, I wouldn't reach out to him. Mm. Like, if he is going to rehab, let him go and do whatever he needs to do, and let him reach out to you if he would like to. Um, just because he's like, this is now like a journey he's on by himself. And like, if you, there's a way to say, uh, like to, to be there and be like, hey, I support you, then do it. But if his family's wishes is that you don't contact him, I would respect the family's wishes, even if mm -hmm. I don't agree with the way she's talking to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I do worry about, the only thing I worry about that is like, will the mother say like, he's not talking to you anymore and not give him any details about the But the I mean, scenario. she already has enough control to have him blocked. Like she's blocked him from his phone and all this stuff. So I just, yeah. I think at this point it's like, you've got to move on with your life a little bit and hope, send him good vibes from where you are. Hope that he is well. And if he reaches back out to you, be there to support him. And I guess like explain like what happened. Sure. Like I didn't mean for this. To, I didn't know that this like yeah. could happen, right. you know, cause how, like how can any of us know? Right. You right. know? So, so good luck with that. Yes, we love you, luck. Joey. We love you. And I know that's a lot for, to take on. And I think yeah. you're doing your best and you'll do even better next time. Yeah. Um, so wait, do you have two gay minutes this week? I don't have a two gay minutes. Do I don't you know that I do either? Okay. Should we jump into giving me moments? I guess let's talk about the most wonderful, uh, giving me moments. <laughs> do you want, should I just do mine? Mine's quick. And yeah, then go, we'll go for to yours it. And Let the people live. wait in anticipation. All right. So giving me moments for me this week is we watched a very, lovely animated film on Netflix or wait wasn't that it might be on Paramount Plus with Showtime actually which we got to watch fellow travelers but uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which I believe recently came out I want to say in the summer uh is now available to be streamed there and guys it uh, is another film that of course stars Aoed Dabiri because she's in every fucking movie she's and she's so good um but it also we are kids who grew up in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles era that was one of the first uh Nintendo video games I ever played with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so to see it reimagined in this very cool way by I believe Seth Rogen was like an executive producer on, on the film and uh, Ice Cube was like the main villain and it was like just a retelling of the origin story and the animation style was so cool they got real teens to play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Turtles they had Jackie Chan voice acting um, oh shit what is it oh, oh I've forgotten the like their mouse dad or whatever their rat okay. dad Splinter? 
I want to say Splinter, but Splinter might be the bad guy. I apologize for all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle heads out there. But the film is great. All I can say is it is like a very joyful romp. It is like an action comedy that feels very true to its teenage self. It had a great like balance of attitudes. And again, the animation style, I think it was done by the same people that did Mitchell versus the Machines, which I might have talked about really enjoying as well. Mm-hmm. I think there are just so many cool ways to take a more two-dimensional animation style and like really make it super creative. It's kind of my feeling, honestly, about like in the video game version would be Super Mario Wonder. Like it's clearly a side scroller, but the creativity is bouncing off of every frame. And that is what this movie was to me. The story was so solid. It just was such a fun romp. Uh, and I I just cared. I The whole time was like, I care about these fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though it's just like, a you know, a group of four turtles who are, you know, kind of teenagers and love pizza. But it's they just, not just a group of four. Not, they are saving the world. They are saving they're ninja skills. They are, and they just all they wanted was to go to high school and be accepted, and they never thought they could do that. Spoiler, they might. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thank oh, you. Shredder. Okay, it's Shredder, not Splinter. I apologize. Thank you, Shredder, for all of you do. Jackie Chan did a beautiful job as that performance. Uh, but yes, I just really enjoyed the film. You can stream it now. I would recommend it. It's good. Okay, guys. Well, <laughs> this week, the dream happens. Yes. Because I did not want to wait until Christmas. <laughs> I did not want to wait until Christmas to see my most anticipated performance ever. Okay. <laughs> I I was on a date. <laughs> I was on a date on Tuesday. Okay. okay. We were eating dinner yes. and everything. He went to the bathroom. First date? Yeah. Oh. I opened up my emails. Yes. I saw an email from the SAG Foundation saying, screening for the color purple. Mm. Tonight, in about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you wait. So you're on the date. I'm on the date. Okay. He was in the bathroom. <laughs> I wasn't like checking my email during no, the conversation. No, that's not the part, but like, are you about to ditch him to go watch? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and so I have never opened an email so fast. And as Taraji B. Henson tells us to do in The Color Purple, I pushed the button and I was like, I'm going to reserve a spot right now. And I didn't reserve a spot. Oh. I was put on the wait list because it filled up, quote unquote, filled up so quickly and everything. Sure. And, I was, and I was just like, oh my God, I'm on the wait list. I'm on the wait list. What do I do? What do I do? He comes back from the bathroom and I am full crazy Matt Steele mode. Shock. And I was like, okay, okay, please don't think I'm crazy. But I really Good need opener. your I really need your advice. And he was like, "Oh my God, what's wrong?" And I was like, "It's fine, it's fine. Actually, things are amazing." But um, okay, I, I'm I just reserved a spot on the wait list for the color purple screening with the SAG Foundation in somewhere in Hollywood. And like, it's like three hours from now. And like, I don't know if it's worth it to like try to get in, like to go because I don't know if I'm gonna. I've I never been to a SAG Foundation screening. Yeah, and so. I was like, am I like, or do people on the wait list even get in, mm. you know, and everything? And I was like, would you, and I had planned to do so much work that night, <laughs> like right. so much work right. that I needed to get done because, you know, December. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, um, I was like, I was like, what would you do? What would you do? And he was like trying to talk me through it. He's like, girl, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, you don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> Fantasia, Fantasia, I've been waiting for this performance for my entire life. You don't understand. And he was just like, and he casually just says, oh, I actually got to watch the um, the screening of her final screen test. What? And I was like, okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> first, tell me. I was like, why didn't you lead with that? Right. In the first Tinder message. Um, but, and so he was just like, I think it's worth it for you to just go and like see if you can get in. And I was like, okay, okay, great. And so good. I was like, I have to go. <laughs> Luckily, like we were paid out and we were just good. like chilling and talking and everything. So I go 
and and I'm standing, and I'm like ready to like wait and like of course hold my place and be like I am getting into this screening. <laughs> and so I asked the girl at the desk. I was like, I was there like an hour and a half early, and I told her I was just like. Um, hi, I'm on the wait list actually, so I'm just going to chill, but like, can I use your bathroom? And she was like, yeah, sure. So then I come out of the bathroom and mm. she looks at me and she just goes, you can just go in. <laughs> no. She, she, she goes, I mean, I can just let you in. Like, just like essentially saying like, girl, it's it's not full. It's yet. not full. I assume they only like, they, they make it so that like only like a few seat that like they, there are enough seats like open enough right. in case like last minute show ups come blah yeah. blah blah and so I was like oh my god so I sat in the theater <laughs> for like an hour <laughs> and I was just like it's all happening it's all Is that happening. when you took that picture that's where I took that picture. of course on my Instagram at it's Matt Seal if you're not following me <laughs> I'm at Paul Music yes yes, yes. <laughs> um and guys the movie's great the movie is great like visually stunning gorgeous like so well directed the performances are so excellent Danielle Brooks knocks it out of the park Taraji B. Henson knocks it out of the park everyone knocks it out of the park it is the color purple so the story is just so so beautiful and so moving it is an American classic everyone should know this story but guys (laughs) Fantasia is so excellent (laughs) she does what she needs to do in that movie and I am so thrilled and the wildest thing about the performance is for the since she was announced I was just like okay like obviously like you know the 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 singing scenes are gonna be like so fantastic she's yes. Fantasia she's Fantasia and everything but when I tell you the non-singing moments of Fantasia in that movie are just as if not more impressive than the singing moments that she has. She knocks this role out of the park. It is the role she was born to play. She delivers it so mm. well. There are so many phenomenal moments of just like sheer joy that she has where she looks like she's like a teenager or like moments of just like like such despair. Her the entire movie is happening all around her. Like right. that is her if you don't know the story of the color purple, the basic premise is it centers around uh, this woman, Celie. It starts when she's a teenager, probably like 14 or something. And she is has a sister. She is raped by her father multiple times and like bears his children. Her father mm. takes her children away from her and sends them out. They don't know where. They don't know if the kids are dead. They don't know where, where what happened to the babies and everything. And then the father sort of essentially like gives her away to be married to this awful abusive man who they call Mr. who has these awful children. Mm. And it just follows her life for decades, like five decades, almost five decades. I think it ends in like the 40s. It starts off in like 1909. It ends in like the 1940 something. Um, and and so it's just all this woman's life. And and she, her entire life is told that she is useless, that she is ugly um, because she's, she's a shy, timid person and everything. Right. And she like rarely is able to stand her ground. And, you know, also she has her sister like as a child who is her best friend who goes to school and teaches her like everything about the world. Well, she and her sister become estranged for reasons that I won't spoil if you don't know the story. Okay. Um, and so, and so she is just like alone for all these decades and it, and, and so much of the story is her just observing all the colorful, fascinating, sometimes horrible, sometimes beautiful people around her. And so, so much of the movie is Fantasia reacting and this woman reacting to these people. And it it's, it's just so beautiful to watch her go through so much while saying so little. It's, it's such a quiet character, but so impactful. And she does such, such wonders with it. 
I like she. I I won't get into too much in case you don't know the story or the scenes or anything. She is so great. I am so proud of her. I am so thrilled that she has gotten this role because I really did not think the role was going to go to her. Wow. And and she just. She just like lift up to my expectations so much. And she is so fantastic. So you're saying like the acting moments beyond just the singing beautiful, moments. Beautiful. Wow. Like she is so, so great. And it and it's it's it, because the thing is I saw her do it on stage and it was right. phenomenal too. And I, you know, sometimes I worried like when they take like a stage performance, because on stage, like she you can be like larger than life right. and big and, and everything. But on screen you have to like sort of like tone it down a little bit to make it a little more naturalistic and everything. And some people like have a, a little trouble with that totally. and everything. Um because it's a hard thing to do. Absolutely. Um, especially when you're such a great live performer like Fantasia <laughs> Barino or American Idol. Like, I mean, she makes the stage explode whenever she's on stage. Yes. And she was able to make the role so cinematic and so, so touching and nuanced and simple. I love how the movie dives more into um, the lesbian love story. It, it, the the music, the movie, this movie is based uh, off on the musical, which mm-hmm. is clo- more close to the bo- actual book than oh, the original 1985 movie is, directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, and so the book, there's more about the lesbian love story. And so the, in the musical, there's a little more about the lesbian love story. And this movie really expands upon that in such a beautiful way. So much of the movie dives into Seeley's like, imagination so there are these like beautiful like fantasy moments that I think are really well done especially uh, in like when she's reading letters for, like from Africa mm-hmm. and she's like seeing it all around her the, the romantic parts like the fantasies that she has with those are so effectively done so many great ideas are incorporated into this movie and and again I will just I'm just so thrilled that her performance was as great as it was she's so great she was born to play this role I, I, I'm just so proud of her. I love her so much. I can't wait to see her. Oh, I'm oh. so excited. I'm so She's happy great. for you. She's great. I would have hated for you to be let down, and I'm so glad that not. I know. I would have been sitting here just like, it was great. It was Everyone so great. Anyways, by giving me moments with my Fanta- haircut. I, lo- I love Fantasia. <laughs> I, what a voice. What She's a- like, no, this is a this is a, a a great, great performance and like a great movie with a lot, a lot of great performances. Yes. Like so many great performances. Yeah. And I was happy at the end of the, the screening, like when Fantasia. His name popped up. She got such loud applause. I'm like, yes, SAG vote for her. <laughs> Nominate her, please, for the SAG Awards. All right. Uh, uh, I'm so I'm excited. excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this whole cycle goes for her. Yeah. And it's it's like it's not too much. It's not overwrought. It's it's right. just it's just beautifully like simply done and impactful. It's she's great. She's great. I can't wait. Uh, well, I'll guys. be seeing it all. I will be seeing it, and I can't wait to be on the Fantasia Cloud Nine right there next to you. Guys, everyone, see the color purple. Yes. See Babylon. Uh, <laughs> it's still twenty. It's still twenty twenty three. But we're standing Babylon. Oh my God. Well, on that note, is there anything else you'd like to tell the people? Anything else you'd like to tell them? They must watch. Must see. Oh, there's a lot that you should watch. Past lives. Let's go. All right. All right. And play Super Mario Wonder. Yeah. It's a joy. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.